Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of You Can't Handle the Truth. Today's episode will be weekly watch list number 28. Number 28. Um, I've watched a lot of movies. A lot of movies this week. I don't know how. I don't know where to start but we're just going to go for a bit of a speed run maybe because I could be here a while. So yes we begin this week on July the 9th. I watched Thor Ragnarok, it was my mum's birthday but she went out so you know she just left me which is nice. Giving me the evening to myself to re-watch Thor Ragnarok because I think a couple of days prior to this I watched Thor Love and Thunder at the cinema and it was awful. So I thought you know what I need to re-watch Ragnarok because it actually made it seem better in hindsight. And it was, you know it was pretty good, it's pretty funny. I had a review for that out last week so go and listen to that if you want more of an insight into it. But yeah, I, I still don't think it's the best Thor movie but I think it's pretty fun. Next day, Thor The Dark World I watched, so the second Thor movie, yes, you're probably thinking, why are you watching these in such a broken order, Kieran? I don't know, like, I really don't know why, but I thought, I haven't seen Thor 2 in years, and honestly, it must have been since the last time I did a rewatch of the whole, whole MCU before Endgame, so yeah, three years maybe we're talking. Thor The Dark World, though, it's actually pretty good, right, I don't understand the hate that it gets, yeah, it's not... It's not the most fun, and you can tell that some of the people are very bored during it, but I like it. Sue me? <laughs> I don't know. I just like the fact that it's set in London, and it's very inaccurate when he gets on a tube train from Whitechapel to Greenwich, but, you know, that clearly wouldn't work the way that she says it would. Either way, it's all of the dark world. It's not that bad, right? Go and check it out on Disney+. Plus. Then that night, I watched a film I'd never even heard of, right, called Kicking and Screaming. So I didn't fully watch it because I was editing a review at the time, but stars Will Ferrell and Robert Duvall and it's about a football coach who just wants to win a game that's what I got from it and it was it was all right you know some funny moments and I like Will Ferrell I'd honestly never heard of this film before came out in 2005 apparently but yeah never ever heard of it it was on Netflix so that's where I watched it kicking and screaming it was all right it was kind of funny Anyway, after this I watched Annie, the 2014 remake. I don't know why it was on TV, but I just thought I'll stick it on. And again, I was editing, so yeah, please don't judge me too harshly. But yeah, the funniest moment was when Jamie Foxx is revealed to be wearing a wig, but it's like a skin-tight fade cut anyway that he's wearing. So, how? What? Why? (laughs) Anyway, day after this, the 11th, I watched uh, two Thor films. First Thor, obviously, because I just finished watching the other two in the previous day. So yeah, I finished with Thor one i actually didn't that's a lie i went to see love and thunder again after but first thought i think is the best so maybe that doesn't really say much about the whole franchise because it starts with the best and then get progressively worse but i don't care because the first thought there's a lot of fun to be had with it right kenneth Branagh directs it quite well so many dutch angles so much golden malarkey everywhere but it's fun right it's a good movie i do like that film i think chris hemsworth shouldn't have bleached his eyebrows and he could do with having his hair a bit longer but yeah the first thought pretty good disney plus go and watch it thor love and thunder was the next film i watched because i went to watch it with my parents this time and honestly the second time watching it again completely dead audience right not a single person was laughing my mom and dad hated it my mom's the biggest thor fan ever and she hated it which is kind of sad but also i don't blame her because the film sucks i I wish it was good i mean i can understand if people you know view it as a one-off if they don't view it as a marvel film then sure maybe there's some fun to be had with it but it's a marvel film so it needs to be better than this it's it's trash 
I may be doing, right, maybe, but probably, I mean, look, I hope so, maybe having a special guest join me for a spoiler review of Thor Love and Thunder in the coming weeks, so look out for that. Anyway, after this, that night on the 11th, I watched Pixels, I don't know what, it was on TV, my dad was watching it, I didn't watch all of it, please don't judge me, Pixels is fine, and then after this, I watched Westworld, so I hadn't seen Westworld again in years, I mean, I've been watching so many films I haven't seen in ages, but the original Westworld, released back in 1973, I love the TV show that it's based on. I love the I love the film anyway. And yeah, it's been a few years since I've watched it, but that twist, right? It's not really a big twist because it's only the genre twist. But you know, the whole film sets out as sort of a western, and then the second it just turns and becomes much more of a sci-fi western, it's incredible. It is so well done for 1973. It's an incredible movie. So go and check out Westworld. It's very, very, very good. Then the day after that, we move on to Tuesday. I bet you can't guess what film I watched on Tuesday, but the first two films I watched were 51st Dates so I've been watching a lot of Adam Sandler films recently and I think I yeah I started watching Grown Ups 2 yesterday I don't know why but 51st Dates is amazing it is so fun and so cute and so lovely Drew Barrymore is so so good in that film but I just love Adam Sandler films right I really really do have a soft spot for Adam Sandler movies especially his early noughties ones so I think 51st Dates probably one of his better ones so go and check that out then after this, I watched Crimes of the Future. This is the new David Cronenberg movie. It was, yeah, it was very Cronenberg. I'll give it that. I found it a bit stale. I found it a bit boring as well, to be honest. But I think Viggo Mortensen was pretty good in it. Christian Stewart did f*** all in it. She was pretty bad. Uh, Leia Sedu, she was very good in it as well, actually. But yeah, it's a weird, it's a very, very weird movie. There's not really much story there. But when there was a bit of a story, I thought it was quite fascinating. And where it was building up to, I thought was very interesting. But ultimately, it just left me feeling a bit cold. And I wasn't really, I wasn't really that shocked by it, which is kind of surprising because it's Cronenberg so it's obviously shocking but it wasn't actually that bad I think his son who did Possessor I think last year or the year before 2020 that was really disturbing that was great but yeah this was it wasn't that good but that's okay because after this I went to the cinema and obviously being Tuesday I could only watch one film Top Gun Tuesday oh my god I've just been back to see it again today Saturday which I'll talk about next week but Top Gun Maverick I can't get over it. I cannot get over how good this film is. That third act is the best third act I've ever seen in my life. Ever. It's the best film I've ever seen in my life. But third act is breathtaking. And I still cry every time. It's the bit. Okay. Oh my god. I want to spoil it. But I can't. There's one line that John Hamm says when you can hear his voice cracking. And it's like. Oh my god. It's so good. It's so so good. Go and watch Top Gun Maverick. It's breaking records. Still. Still in cinemas. Right. So go and watch it. Please. If you haven't already. Or if you have. Go and watch it again, because it holds up, holds up very, very well. Then after this, Wednesday the 13th, it was my dad's birthday, so I only watched a couple of films late at night. Jerry Maguire, another Tom Cruise film from back in 1996 this time. That's a great film, right? That's a really, really good film. Did he get nominated for that, for an Oscar? I don't know, but he should have, because he's incredible in it. I think Cuba Gooding Jr., he's fantastic in it as well. The same with Rene Zellweger, right? She's very good. I mean, it's the iconic line, you complete me. You had me in hello. <laughs> it's so good. I love it. Love Jerry Maguire. So yeah, that's on Sky Cinema right now if you want to go and watch it, which you probably should. If you haven't already, then definitely, definitely go and watch that. But then after this, I watched Pitch Perfect 2. The first one was on before and I was slightly watching it, but I didn't watch all of it. But then Pitch Perfect 2, I haven't seen in a while. 
and I do I do have a soft spot for these Pitch Perfect movies. I think all three of them are actually very, very fun. The second one is underrated, and I like Hayley Steinfeld being in it. I mean, I love Hayley Steinfeld. She's an amazing actor, and she's great in this. So Pitch Perfect 2, it's, it's a lot more fun than it should be, or maybe I shouldn't be enjoying it as much. I don't know. I don't know. Either way, the day after this, the 14th, I mean, I'm still going. How am I still going? This has been the busiest week for me watching films in a very long time. I watched one main TV show on the 13th and the 14th, which I'll talk about in a minute, but I also watched Team America World Police, and the only bit I want to mention of this, even though it's hilarious, the part when he's throwing up in the alley is one of the funniest things I've ever seen, <laughs> because it just keeps going, and there's so much just fake projectile vomit thing, whatever the hell it is, it's great, it's so funny, but so ridiculous, I mean, it, I don't know how it got made back in 2004, it's so outrageous, but it's amazing, so Team America, World Police, I mean, just the fact that it's the Film Actors Guild, like, what is that shortened to with the abbreviation, that's genius, that's so good, but yeah, go and watch that, it's very, very, very funny, I love that film, but anyway, moving on to the final day of the week, Friday the 15th, I almost said 14th again, 15th, I watched Spider-Man No Way Home because I woke up, went downstairs, turned on the TV, saw that on Sky, the new premiere for that day, was Spider-Man, and I thought, oh god, that's actually pretty cool. So I watched it, and yeah, it's an amazing film. It's a very, very good film. I love it more now watching it at home than I did when I saw it at the cinema. Maybe because everybody was going crazy in the cinema. A little bit too crazy for my liking, but I can understand people being excited over it, but tone it down a little bit. A tiny, tiny little bit, please. But yeah, watching it at home, it's a very, very fun movie. I love it. I do love Spider-Man. I mean, I love all the Spider-Man films, but No Way Home is pretty, pretty damn good. Then after this, I watched the new Netflix film, Persuasion. So this is based on the Jane Austen novel. It stars Dakota Johnson. It's basically a flea-bagged version of Jane Austen. So she keeps winking at the camera, breaking the fourth wall. It's very modern, but it's also a classic period piece. And I'm not the biggest fan of period pieces. Right, I'm really not. But something like Little Women really has my heart. I love that movie. I think Persuasion, it's not been getting too good reviews. And I can kind of understand why. Some of the performances, like the main guy in it, I don't think he's very good at all i think the mr darcy equivalent isn't actually that good in this but i like dakota johnson i think she's a great actor and she's very very good in this actually but yeah the rest of the film it was it was fine i gave it two and a half stars i thought it was quite well made some of the shots looked fantastic and the scenery was beautiful the costumes of course look terrific the storyline gets a little bit wacky a bit too wacky for me but yeah i'm never going to watch it again because these types of films are not my cup of tea but i'm kind of glad that i did watch it because it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be and I enjoyed it more than I probably thought I would if I hadn't watched it so Persuasion is on Netflix right now go and check that out if you want then the last two films I went to the cinema after this why why did I go and watch this again Minions The Rise of Gru I don't know why I don't want to talk about it then after this, the final film of the week that I watched was Captain Marvel. So I've just finished recording a review for this, so maybe a review will be up next week. I don't know, but Captain Marvel, I think Brie Larson is fantastic at the centre of this movie. I feel like I enjoy Captain Marvel a lot more than other people do, because a lot of people hate her, a lot of people find this film boring, but I think it's fun. Right? I haven't seen it in years, but given the fact that all six episodes are now streaming on Disney Plus of Miss Marvel, I felt like watching Captain Marvel again to get me excited 
excited for that show, which I will finally start watching this week, hopefully, and I'll binge it. But yeah, it's a very, very fun film. I think the directing is good, the visuals look fantastic, some of the performances, and then Benning is not good. She's really not good, but... Jude Law is a great uh, semi-villain kind of mysterious guy. Brie Larson is terrific in it. Ben Mendelsohn, so, so good. And Samuel L. Jackson is, of course, iconic and fantastic as Nick Fury. So go and watch Captain Marvel. Go and watch the IMAX enhanced version on Disney+. Plus. It looks breathtaking at times. So I really, I do enjoy that film a lot more than I probably should. But anyway, that concludes the films, the TV shows I want to talk about. I think there's only really one that I watched and I finished, The White Lotus. So this came out a year ago, like a year ago right now. But I saw, because of the Emmy nomination, got announced I saw the White Lotus got a lot of nominations and I did see a lot of praise for it when it aired last year on HBO and Sky here in the UK but I hadn't seen it. I hadn't seen a single episode. I didn't know what it was about other than a hotel called The White Lotus. And it's a very weird, darkly humorous show. It's not everybody's type of humor. I don't think it is going to appeal to everybody, but I did find it quite funny, but I was also kind of intrigued by what the story itself is because ultimately it's just a few families or a few different sets of people spending a week at a hotel. So there's only six episodes in the series, but it takes place over six days, each episode being one day. There's a lot of different misfits of characters. So there's one family that's on vacation. There's a honeymooning couple. There's a woman whose mom died and she wants to go and scatter her ashes there. It's in Hawaii, so it looks fantastic. Oh my God. The directing is so, so good when it's shots of the ocean. So when the camera bobs in and out of the water, my God, it looks so, so beautiful. It looks really, really good. It's some of my favorite shots I've seen in TV in a long time. So the visuals look amazing. The writing is very good. The performances are all fantastic as well. And each character brings something quite unique to the show. It's not like anything I've seen before because there's no real storyline overarching everything. It's just a bunch of people on holiday, but things naturally go wrong and there is so much tension and drama and real anxiety-inducing scenes. But I think it's really clever because the show actually opens with kind of the reveal that somebody has died. But I was thinking it was going to be a sort of murder mystery show, but it's not that at all. So I was really intrigued but surprised by The White Lotus and I would recommend it. It's definitely not for everybody, but if you are the kind that will enjoy this style of humour, I think you will have a lot of fun with this show show and the fact there's only six episodes an hour long each i'm not the biggest fan of hour-long tv shows but i found this very bingeable and very enjoyable so check out the white lotus on hbo and sky and with that i think i think that's all the tv that i've watched let me just double check i mean i watched man vs. b again so i've watched that through twice that's on netflix i've watched it through two and a half times actually that's just so so funny and i did start watching again actually mr bean right so all episodes are on netflix but i've also got the dvds of those but i can't believe there's only ever been 14 episodes of live action Mr. Bean like that's pretty crazy to me it's the kind of show that feels like there's so many more episodes than there actually are but I feel like we've all seen every single episode so many times it feels as though there are so much more but yeah Mr. Bean fantastically funny Man vs. B also very humorous and with that that concludes all the TV and the films that I've watched this week so all that's left me to do is very quickly tell you what you can watch this week at home and in cinemas so in cinemas there's only one new film out The Railway Children Return I don't know if I'm going to watch that anytime soon. I don't know why we've got a sequel to the Railway Children. I mean, what war is it set in? Because I'm pretty sure the first Railway Children is set in the Second World War. But now this is a sequel. This is set many years later. What war is it set in? <laughs> because there hasn't been another World War since World War Two. So what the f*** 
What is going on with that film? I don't know. Maybe I'll watch it. Maybe it'll be explained. Who knows? But that's the only new film out in cinemas. On Netflix, you can watch Resident Evil, a new TV show, but I've heard it's rubbish. I mean, that doesn't surprise me because we've never had a good adaptation of the Resident Evil games. Just play them. Right, so I'm probably not going to end up watching this TV show, but that is on Netflix if you want to check it out. Also on Netflix, Persuasion, which is the Jane Austen adaptation. It's all right. It was pretty good. Anything on Prime? I don't know. Our new James may tv show i believe or it could be a film and no, i think it's a tv show they always do the tv shows so that's on prime all six episodes of miss marvel are streaming on disney plus i don't think there's any new films out on disney plus and like i said spider-man no way home that's on sky that's the latest premiere so go and check that out if you missed it in cinemas but i'm pretty sure everybody watched it in cinemas so go and watch it for the first time since maybe and with that i think that's everything i'm not sure yeah, it's been a bit of a quiet week, actually, in terms of what's new out. But like I said, I've watched a ton. So I hope that keeps you occupied for the next week or month or so. And with that, this has been weekly watch list number 28. I would say the best film of the week. God, what's it been? Top Gun. I mean, obviously, but yeah, anything new? I don't even know. What new film is the best film I've watched? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. Just Top Gun. And with that, we're halfway through July already. That's pretty crazy. And I shall speak to you for the rest of July in You Can't Handle the Truth.